Van D, a dynamic leader with decades of experience building companies and crushing sales. He's been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, my name is Van D. Inspiring audiences across the country to do it too. Here's Van. Welcome to another Van D podcast. Man, am I excited today. I've got somebody pretty special as my guest. I've known him for over 20 years. And uh, he's, he's not just a friend of mine, but he's actually kind of a mentor of mine because I learned from him. He's one of the best business people I've ever met. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a warm Van D podcast applause for John Wanniger. How are we doing? Good, buddy. I'm so glad you're here today. I love to be with you, Van. Well, thank you. I got to tell my audience a little bit about our history. So I met John Back in 1997, Omaha, Nebraska had one of the worst snowstorms, and I believe it was in April. Is that right? No, it was in October. October, uh, same thing, pre-law, pre-med, yeah, April, yeah. October. <laughs> okay, October. Okay, well, thank you for that. See, yeah. see you know, my memory's a little off, so you got to help me out. I'm with you. So this was in October. We had a wicked snowstorm where the trees were weighted down. Yep. And they were falling all over the city and all, all over major roads. You couldn't get around. Yep. And my house, I had all these trees that fell, and I couldn't get out of my drive and all this other stuff. And I've only known you a couple weeks. Right. And you came over with a bunch of... Uh, with him, it was my brother Doug and I. Your brother Doug, and yeah. you guys had chainsaws. Yep. Which you couldn't get then because everybody was out. Yeah. And and John barely even knew me, and he come over to help me uh, help me clear all these trees out of my drive so I could get out, and then I could go help help my parents. I remember yep. they couldn't get out either, so I got to go over there and shovel their drive. But anyway, that's how we met years ago, and uh, uh, just being the kind person that you are, and that kind of set the precedent for our our friendship and doing business together. But John, you've been involved in in 38 businesses in 16 different industries. And, you know, one thing I know about you, because I've been doing business with you for over 20 years, is you love taking care of people. And you go way above beyond the call of your job description. And and that's something that people don't forget, especially me. Yeah. I uh, that, I don't know. It's just uh, I think that comes from my core, my... My background my, with my father, and which is just what they instilled in us, you know, to, to always do the right thing. And, you know, but uh, people always say you do that for the other people. No, nah, I do it a lot of times. It makes it makes me feel good to do the right thing. Well, you come from a family. You're saying your father. You come from a family of 10 kids. Yep. Now, where are you at in those 10 kids? Um, I got two younger sisters, um, the youngest son, a boy. There's three boys, and there were seven girls. One of them passed when she was little, but yep. still definitely count her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we have uh, grew up in Coon Rapids, Iowa. Fellow Iowa when I was born in Cedar Rapids, so Rapids, in. Rapids. Yeah, yeah, there must be some correlation. Yeah, yeah. something in the water in yeah, Iowa. That's for sure. Yeah. Greatness. Yeah. Well, you know, one of, the, one of the things that you and I talk about whenever we're together a lot is, is treating people and uh, treating people well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're both real common sense People. I think that's why we enjoy not only a friendship, but I've been I've been doing business with your company since the nineties. Right. And I don't just give you the business because you're a friend. 
I give you business because you're so kind to everybody. And, you know, um, so many times when I describe you to people, because I refer you, as you know, like crazy, um, I think it'd be kind of cool if you bought me a new car for all the referrals I've sent you. I was thinking about it. I appreciate that. Pat Safford uh, mm-hmm. with Parkville Media is a witness. John said he'd buy me a car. We got it on tape. Right? Got it on tape. Yeah. This can be altered, though. <laughs> so, so, but one of the things that when I think about doing business with you, John, I think about one of my famous, my favorite creeds. It's called the Optimist Creed. And one of the things, and I talk about the Optimist Creed on my podcast because I really believe in what that stands for, the Optimist Creed. And one of the items in, in um, the Optimist Creed is to make all your friends feel like there is something in them. And every time you would come in my office building or you would visit with my employees or, or do business with people, um, they would always walk away with some nice comment that you made them feel like they were important and you made them feel good about themselves. And, you know, I think that's what's kind of missing in business today is, you know, people don't just do business with your product and your service. They want to do business with a good human. Yeah. You know, once again, I go back and, you know, I can expand on that or at least, you know, um, you say, your friends and you know, expand all you want. Cause I'm going to take a little nap while you're talking, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, making your friends, you know, you know, finding something good in them. I like, you know, I, I just feel it natural that when you even have a conversation with somebody standing at Starbucks, mm-hmm. you can make them feel better about who they are for that day. Or when, you know, some of the businesses that we, and when we deal with a customer, whether you don't know what kind of day they're having, they may be on, you know, having a bad day, but they may have, you know, bad spot in their life and they may be uh you know in a really you know extreme case they may be on the verge of suicide or something dramatic in their life that what you say to them at that point in time may make it a a, an amazing large impact on their life and i just feel like that you know and people want to feel good you know and so um and i feel good helping other people you know feel better about who they are um, you know, they, I get more out of it than they probably do, um, by that. But I love having just, uh, helping build people up, whether that's the barista at Starbucks, the person cleaning the mall, the mm-hmm. gas station attendant, you know, mm. you know, you know, I go Amen. to the, I go to the, to the, uh, uh, well, it's now Casey's 168th and Dodge and Diana, they're the general manager, just the nicest lady, you know, every day I go in there and she gives me a hug and, you know, you know, she's a gas station manager, you Yep. Know? But, you know, she's important to me. Well, because you make people feel important. And I want to tell you, I, I get a chance to witness that. It's so, it's so uh, crazy that you and I frequent the same places. I mean, I see you at the same coffee shop. Yeah. I see you at the same restaurant. And you're holding court. I mean, people want to come up and visit with you. And uh, it's because of the way you make them feel. And, you know, John, um, one of the things that I, I, I quote a lot in my speeches um, when I'm coaching people and on my podcast is, is, uh, is I try to follow the Mary Kay Ash rule. And I know that you do also. And she used to say for Mary Kay Cosmetics, she used to teach all of her salespeople yeah, to say, I mean, to feel like everybody has a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. And you do that. Yep. You make 
everybody at every level of business, if you're dealing with the CEO or if you're dealing with the receptionist, I've seen how you make people feel important. And don't you feel, even though you're not doing it for that reason, but don't you feel that's why you've been successful as a businessman because of the kindness that you generate to others? Well, you know, um, I would say like too, you know, do you do it because they could give you business or they could refer you? Um, I got, I mean, a ton of people in my world that, you know, realtors as an example, that don't use me, but I don't expect them to use me that still have great relationships with them. And uh, I feel that we all need to, you know, every single person needs to be nicer. Needs to, you know. Kindness. A, yeah, kindness. It's like, yep. it's so easy, but we get caught up in having a crappy day. Somebody's got life better than me. Um, but if you wake up, yeah, we can all wake up and have a crappy day. Yep. You know, but if we put the right attitude in our head when we get out of bed, you know, um, do the right steps, take the right, um, say the right things to ourselves, um, it's amazing how the day will turn and go in your in your favor. Doesn't mean you're not going to get thrown off course, but uh, you know you can be negative and be positive. It's you know it takes the same amount of effort. See, to me, that's that's the magnetic attitude of doing business because your people are being very attracted to doing business with kind people. And I want to tell you, we don't always even guys like you and I that that appreciate life, that we love people, we love getting up in the morning, we love going to work. We, you know, we're, we're one of those that say we get to go to work today, not we have to go to work today. And that's a dream. But, you know, there's days as positive and excited as I am about life. There's days I'm, I'm just not with it. I'm in a blah, blah mood. Mm-hmm. And uh, just as an example of what you said, John, is, uh, and I, I use this scenario scenario all the time because it was so impactful to me. There was one morning I woke up, uh, just wasn't feeling that good about myself and wasn't happy. And I went to Walgreens and the, uh, and the guy behind the counter says to me, that's a really nice tie that you have on. Now, he didn't have to say, I really like your tie. He didn't have to say that. He didn't say anything, right? He didn't have to say anything, but just, you know, take, take my money and say, see you later for what I bought. And um, it changed my whole attitude. I mean, I thought about like, wow, you know, it really changed my attitude because somebody was kind, first person I saw of the day. So back to your point, like when you see people at the coffee shop or you see people places, your act of kindness to them may be the only nice thing that happens to them all day because like you said john we don't know what their day's been like we don't know what their family life we don't know if they have a if they have a rotten boss that they have to go to and be at work with or if they hate their job our kindness to them is the only thing that was positive in their life that day absolutely you know the the thing i feel blessed um that you know life has taught me is to have the power to make change my life when things aren't going right. Well, the fact of the matter is a lot of people come up in life, their parents and their grandparents and their friends, and they all get stuck in a rut. And so they, it's hard for people to see a way out of the rut. I don't see the rut. I may hit it, but I go over it, you know, and I keep traveling forward. And um, so it's easy for me to say, well, why don't you change? Well, for most people, fear has them trapped where they're at. I know I can talk to my brothers and sisters. I can talk to friends. I can talk to real estate agents. I can, 
you know, other people that, you know, they're, they complain about their life, but they are, they're so afraid to change for, for not knowing what they're going to get out of it. But if you don't like what you're doing, why keep doing it? I don't get it. Yeah. You know, if you, if you're unhappy, then change it. Our lives are so short. And and I know that's one of your mantras is you're, you're always saying life is short, be happy, do what you have to do to be happy. And you've gotten in businesses before that you've bought that you've tried for a while and realized that you didn't care for that. And you got rid of it. It's not like you're, well, dang it. I spent this money on this business. I I don't care for it, but I'm going to stay with it. You don't need to do that. If you're not happy, and here's the thing, John, is if we're not happy in our careers, which is the, takes the majority of our day, if you think about it, we're at work maybe eight hours a day at maybe a, a specific place, but then you're thinking about work before you get there, and you're thinking about work afterwards. Yep. So it's imperative that we do something we like because everybody close to us is affected by it. Yeah, I would say I work 24-7. You know, my mind's always on work, but it, like, as you, we discussed, it's not work if you enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. I love doing it. I love, you know, um, in the home inspection business, the phone after hours rings through, you know, people are surprised when I answer at eight or nine or 10 o'clock at night, yep. you know, but I don't want them to possibly go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to deliver our service to those people. I want to, I want to be the one that takes care of those people. I don't want them to have to set, you know, go to second best. So customer service is really important to you. Freak about it. Yeah. I mean, Freak you you want to make sure that the customer yeah. experience, when they've either through your inspection company or your beauty brands company. Beauty first, you mean? Beauty first, I mean. Yeah, I didn't say beauty brands, did I? No, I didn't. No, I we, said, we sell a lot of brands. We sell a lot of brands. Of I said beauty first. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not even going to have you cut that out, Pat. <laughs> but even that's all right. like, even they all. They went bankrupt. We did. They went bankrupt. You didn't. So even with all your businesses um you know it's the same philosophy yeah and you know i don't once again any business you do um it all there's customer service there's taking care of a customer in every business whether it's online in person car sales uh ditch digging i don't give a shit what crap what you do yeah Um, you can say the s word it's okay well i'm sorry about that folks um we're gonna tell your daughters and maybe they'll scold you (laughs) but they probably will (laughs) um no it's just that you know people want to be taken care of and it's not about necessarily about price it's about how you make them feel and you've, you've all heard the thing about is they won't remember this they won't remember that but they'll remember about how you made them feel yep that is so true and my angelou yeah. one of my favorite quotes people will forget what you said they'll forget what you did but they'll never forget the way you make them feel yeah i love that yeah and keep in mind that that can go both ways you know, yep. If you make them feel bad, they're not ever going to do business yeah. with you, and they won't forget that. Yeah, and they won't. And then, even if you change your ways, they may not trust that you did change your ways. I got to tell you this: so I went to buy a pretty big product. I'm not going to tell you what it was, or um, I'll just say car. How's that go? Okay. And it was a while back, and I went and I visited with the general manager of this company about this car I wanted. And I sat in front of his desk and I saw the way that he treated his employees just by the way he was yelling commands at him while I was there. Yeah. It turned me off so much um, that I was very cordial, but I went to one of his competitors and bought a car there. Perfect. It's just, I got to do business with people that treat people well. Yeah. And, you know, I want to hear a general manager. I want to hear a boss. I want to hear a salesperson say, please and thank you. I want to deal with kind people. Yep. 
I'm 100% the same way. I mean, I buy I buy a lot of cars. I mean, I'm a huge fan of cars, and um, it's a big purchase yet, but I chase, I follow certain car salespeople or managers. Drew, who's the sales manager up at the BMW dealership, he came from the Mercedes dealership. I literally went to the Mercedes dealership, did not get the same service I got before, left, went to the BMW dealership. He took care of me. Incredible. Um you know, it's just some people. So you people do business with, some, with people. Yeah. Not with product. No, yeah. absolutely not. And something that I think is really cool to show your passion. And, um, and I love it when you involve family. And, you know, when, when, when you have your family um, drink the same water, you know, as you are, so they know what you're doing. I'm watching the news the other night, and here's John Johnny with his three beautiful daughters on Beauty First, yeah, good job there. Commercial, okay. See, John, John just gave me a smile because I said it right. But I saw one of your ads on one of your businesses that you own, and you had your three beautiful daughters on. Yep. Uh, tell us their names: uh, Grace, Faith, and Isabella Hope. I like yeah. to say there's Grace, Faith, and there is a hope. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys ever get a chance to 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 see John's daughters and. John just kind of lights up when he's with them. And I know that that ad, I'm sure you've gotten a lot yeah. of feedback. Yeah. Um, it was cool to do it. It was super fun. And, uh, you know, as they're getting older, and they're 19, 18, and 12 now, and um, as they start to think about their own way through life, it's, uh, it's you know, I hope that we've influenced them in the right ways. They're super good people and good heart, passionate. I mean, uh, um, take care of the very kind of people um, want to see people succeed around them. So, so, so John, I, I'm a big fan of seeing, you know, I used to have my daughter in all my ads and I just yep. loved it. And she, she thought it was pretty cool too. And, um, but as far as business goes and, you know, following the, the rules of treating people, you know, right. And, and, you know, uh, one of the things that I love about our conversations is, you know, You've got competitors at all your businesses. Mm-hmm. I've got competitors at my businesses, but you never will hear us in a conversation bad mouthing our competitors. If anything, we're talking highly of them. Yeah, my competitors are my friends. Yeah, you know, I don't. Care and what that's unusual. Is. I mean, you yeah. know, to be we're just like in the Optimus Creed, who I like to quote a lot. You know, is to be so enthusiastic about what you're doing, you don't have any time to criticize others. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I go back when I started the home inspection business, uh, moved to Omaha. One of the first people I had dinner with was uh, husband and wife was Pat and Cherie um, Casey. Mm-hmm. They owned the home buyer's protection at the time. And uh, Pat and I stayed buddies. And, you know, we both grew our business because of my, invo- my involvement in the industry. We expanded the home inspection business within the marketplace. And ultimately, and we both win because of it. And I learned a lot from him. I, I like to think that uh, he learned some uh, things to grow his business from me. Uh, but we still, to this day, are, are friends. Um, pretty much everybody in the industry, I'm, um, I like to consider friends. But you've also empowered people that have gone out on their own mm-hmm. to do their own inspection companies or their own businesses and try to be an asset to them yeah. and help them. Yeah, i got a lot of you know guys, whether they're local or not, that – Call me, you know, I coach them through uh, getting started, how to improve their business, how to handle adver- adversity. I mean, because uh, it isn't all uphill, or it isn't all uh, rosy. I mean, we, uh, a lot of, a lot of my m- most challenging learning times was when 
S-H-I-T hit the fan. Yeah. So. And then you learn, but that's how we learn. We learn yeah. a lot from our failures. Yeah. I've learned more from what I've done wrong than from what I've done yeah. right. I, I speak at the, um, at the entrepreneur uh, class for the UNO occasionally. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I like to, when I speak to that, I, I say, Hey, you're going to learn a lot more from all my screw ups than you ever, than you'll ever learn from my successes. And, and I think that's valuable to the students and to the yeah. entrepreneurs out there because they can read all the success stories that they want, but they want to know how, how did you bounce back from failing? Yeah. I so, think that's super, I think that's super important. And you know, but how, but you, what I would just maybe say failing is, is when you quit, you know, there you go. Yeah. You never, you fail. You may not have succeeded yet, but as long as you keep moving forward, you're not going to fail. And that's, you know, people say, well, you know, whether I always compare a lot of times to working out and getting in shape is like, well, if you quit after a month, yeah, you've just gone through the hardest part of working out. Mm-hmm. You know, the hardest part is you're not seeing success and it's, it hurts. And, you know, it seems like it's all a waste of time, but it's after that time that you might start to see the success of getting some def- definition, some muscle, being able to lift more endurance, whatever the case might be. And you feel better about who you are. You've, you've, waited you may have been a day away from that and you gave up so perseverance yeah you just got to stick at it if you want to do it i don't care what it is if it's working out building a business starting a lawn care service um starting to build homes whatever you got to stay you got to stay at it i mean you'll figure it out john being a, a successful businessman like i said you had 38 businesses in 16 different industries for my audience, you know, most of my audience are entrepreneurs. They're they're business leaders around the country, and uh, they they love business. Can you give my audience um, any advice on if you're going to be opening up your first business or you're moving to another business of what they can expect at all as far as ups and downs and just kind of the attitude they need to have. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, know who your customer is, and uh, and uh, as soon as you know who your customer is, treat them like they're a million. I mean, they're they're the only one; they're one in a million. And you know, love. You know, I, you know, I tell my girls at at the beauty first stores. You know, and obviously it doesn't work right now, COVID. But you know, um, get to know our customer when they walk in. Get to know them so that you know, soon down the road when they do come in and leave, you're giving them a hug. Right. You know, um, I want to love everybody in my life. Uh, the people that are important to me, customers, um, uh, I, even on home inspections. I'll go, I still go do home inspections occasionally. And I feel great when my customer, the wife, is so enthralled by our job, my job, that she gives me a hug. That's yeah. kind of how I measure. Now, how does that make you feel? Getting paid for the inspection doesn't mean anything. That compared to the relationship yeah. you're building yeah, yeah. They, it's kind of a validity thing you know that makes you feel um it, yeah. it it validates not only what you did for them but they'd like you as a person yeah so the starting your own business is you know um figure out where your passion is and some guys say well i'm well, passionate about cars i'm gonna start selling uh start a used car dealership uh, well, what are you great at though if you're not great at selling you probably don't want to start a used car dealership um you can you know, figure out what you're great at. Find something that you can do around that, and then go buy all the all the great cars you want. That's kind of me. I'm, you know, I'd love to start a car dealership, but not to. You'd be, you'd rather keep that as yeah. your interest and not as your yeah. business. Yeah, I don't want to make it my day to day. Yeah, um, 
But the passion is what yeah. you're saying. If you're great at accounting, yeah. being a, accounting, um, then either start or buy a, a business where you can implement your accounting skills and then hire great people around you. You don't have to. That's the other mistake people think is they got to run the business. Yeah. You know? And John, you know, some of the advice I like to give people that are going to step into a new industry or they want to start their own company is uh, not to follow my lead. But I worked for another real estate firm for 10 years before I opened my own. Mm-hmm. I was pretty darn confident that when I opened up Deeb Realty and I grew it to one of the largest real estate firms in the Midwest, I was pretty dang confident that me working for another real estate company for 10 years gave me all the tools I needed to open up my own. I think that a lot of these entrepreneurs today need to hear that it's okay to go work for somebody else in that industry and learn as much as you can before you take the leap out on your own. But you may learn you don't like the industry. Yeah, You know what? That's a really good point. You may learn, I don't want to do this. Yeah. It, uh, there is nothing. Matter of fact, uh, I would highly recommend that because you, a, you're putting all your eggs in one basket. And you may not like the basket you're carrying, mm-hmm. and uh, then how are you going to get out of it? If uh, you think you'll sell it, you're if it ain't making money. You're not going to sell it. I don't care what the situation is. Um, the um, going to work for somebody else, um, you know. I think the I've actually just had this conversation with a girl, a person who wants to start a home inspection business, and. Uh, um, she wanted, you know, it's going to cost her about 50,000 bucks to get started. And uh, about all the money she had, I said, well, why don't you look at maybe taking a job with us for a while and see if it's even anything uh, you want to do. Um, and she's been out with us here for a couple of weeks and finding out maybe it's not as exciting as she thought it was going to be. That's actually kind of the, and that's pretty thing. generous of you because a lot of people aren't going to bring people on their company when they say that I'm going to start my own. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty generous of you. That's called truly caring about that person. Yeah. I mean, the, there's so much more to starting a business than most people think about. Um, they all think about, they, they all, they all look at their boss at a job and think all the money's making. Yeah. Well, right. They don't it's see not that easy. Yeah. And they don't see the fact that maybe isn't making that much money. It's just per- perception. It costs a lot of money to run up any business today. Well, you've got to be that person. Yeah. You've got to be the person, like you said, about how you are. After the after the office closes at 5, you're still on. Yeah. You're still on as long as people need you until time to go to bed. Yep. You know, unfortunately, I love it. You know, I, lo- you know, I love to get a phone call from people at night. And yep. Now, not every night, all the time. But, <laughs> but no, but I do. I love just taking care of people. But that's I'm, that's my passion, you know, so it works for me. I think it's so cool that you go to the universities and you and you guest speak about being an entrepreneur because I really believe people can learn from you and listen and um, um, take away so many characteristics of what it takes uh, to be a great business person and that's why uh, you know that's why when I thought of um, of you on doing this podcast I, what better title than the magnetic attitude of doing business because you have that magne- that magnetic attitude uh, people want to want to know you, and they want to see how you do things. So, John, in closing up this podcast, I'm so grateful you're my guest today. How can people do business with you? And if you want to tell us about a couple of your businesses and how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, um, I have uh, right now. I have several businesses, but uh, Beauty First. We're having our leader sale. Ladies, get out there if you're not local. You can go to beautyfirstnebraska.com. Uh, it's an it's a kick butt um, offer. And uh, Inspectix Home Inspections, 
you know, we, I've done about 12, 13,000 houses myself, my team, uh, over the years, we've done just uh, north of 200,000 home inspections. So we got a lot of experience, little experience yeah. and do those things in our sleep, but, um, but we still love it. And then, uh, red rhino roofs has been, uh, um, we've just been amazed at the, uh, how successful we've been there, but it just got great people mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, people look, I had this conversation the other night with a guy is like, how do you, how can I take my business to the next level? I said, it's, it's all about people. I said, if you want to grow your business, you got to become a great leader and you got to, you got to entrust in people. And then it's like, well, how, he's like, how can I become a great leader? And it's all, you know, we talked through some things, some books and some suggestions, uh, but you know, being able to coach people to be successful and, uh, to enjoy some of the things that we do as successful business owners as employees helps us build a team that helps us become even better. And see, that's one of the reasons why I, I've loved doing business with you since the, gosh, the late 90s is, is, you know, not only are you great at your services and what you do, but when I have conversations with you, I always take away something. Yeah. So it's not just you're not coming there. So people that, people that need any of these services, when John's companies do business with you, you're not just going to get a great service, but you're going to probably learn a little more about being a better business person. Oh, I love, I just, like I said, I love to help people be successful. Um, even if they do work somewhere, you know, yeah. how do you be better? You know, I don't care. You just got to get up and be excited about what you're doing. Yep. And if you're, if you're digging a ditch, be excited about digging a ditch and figure out a way to make it work for you. Because it's contagious. Yeah. Every, I mean, you, you, will make people around you better, your yeah. family, your coworkers, people you meet. When they see you're excited yeah. and they see that you really care about it and you're passionate, that you're going to do it well. And then I think it encourages people to follow your lead. Yeah, I appreciate that. Now, I've, I, you know, if, if I get excited when I see people that, um, that I know because I, I, it gives me energy. I want to make mm-hmm. them feel better about who they are, mm-hmm. but – they, they don't realize it, it's, but it's ideal. It's making me feel better about who I am. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've all got challenges. We all have challenges in our life. When you're around people like yourself, it makes you forget them. Yeah. It makes you forget a lot of the reality when you're around positive thinking well, people. Yeah, but you think about this is we, we in, I talk about this probably on a daily basis, is people say, well, aren't you, isn't that stressful? I said, I don't stress. I don't stress about anything. People find that amazing is I don't stress because stress is waste. If you're stressing, it's actually a sin in the Bible. Yeah, if you're stressing, it's because you haven't prepared. Right. Okay. And if you know, in stressing, you're not going to gain anything. So drop the stress. Think about the issue and the challenge that you're so-called stressing about. And what's the solution? Okay. It's either in your control or out of your control. And if it's out of your control, stressing about it ain't going to help. So control and you know, adjust and and build upon what you can't you have control of. That's great advice. That's great advice. John, can I ask you to come back again to do another podcast with me? You know I love you, buddy, so I'll do whatever you want. Love you, too. I appreciate you being here. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks a lot for listening to the podcast today with one of my favorite people, John Wanniger. And uh, I hope you all are having a great day. And please, please, please subscribe to my podcast so you can get these when they come out and uh, rate it and review it and tell everybody because all we care about here at this at the van d podcast is to help you accomplish your goals so grateful you tuned in today thank you and thank you john yeah, appreciate it thanks everybody have a great day yep thank you a parkville media production